his face pauses then says you're my best friend and you knew what it was he is in love you can hear it in the silence silence yeah Y'all can't see it but i'm waving my yeah. hands <laughs> andy's at a concert right now <laughs> Everyone, this is Andy and Shafali. Welcome to the As You Like It Book Review Podcast. We're going to be talking about our favorite books and hopefully your future favorite books. And we're also going to dive into our favorite tropes, favorite authors, favorite anythings, favorite un-anythings. What's up? So much is up, I feel like. (laughs) Okay, I have many things that I want to discuss. Sure, go Um, for it. I feel like overarching Happy Halloween weekend, everyone. Oh my god, I'm mixed struggling. Two (laughs) nights of going out in a row. Crazy. I saw a TikTok that was like, Halloween weekend has to end enough. And I was like, yep. I get yeah. that. Also, just side note, that Matthew Perry died. Oh my yesterday. god! That was so I sad. I was. I found out at the train station on my way back to Boston. Yeah. And I literally was crying in the train station. I was like, "This really? is awful." Well, I was like tearing up. I was yeah. like sobbing. I but just. I, it was so sad. There's so I many sad friends. edits on TikTok. I know. I, I had to stop sitting on TikTok because yeah. I was literally like my eyes were watering and I couldn't see. I think what's kind of sad though is that people don't really remember him. Mm. They're they're mourning like Chandler. I feel like. Yeah. And I think I saw a thing where he was like, "Yes, Friends was like a really important part of my life, and I understand why people only remember me as that, but I don't yeah. only want to be remembered as that. Yeah. And I felt so bad because that's literally all of the headlines. I know. Chandler from Friends, dead. And I, I was like, oh, that makes me feel sad. And what makes me even sadder is that he went and did this whole thing about how he's like ready to fall in love and start having kids and all this stuff. Yeah. He was so young when you think about he was it. He's 54. And not to like rag on the rich, but he looked older than he was. It like was the I was, drugs. I was so surprised when I saw that he was only fifty four. I'm like, yeah. he's like a year older than me. He's like crazy drug addict during yeah. Friends. He, no, I know. He said he doesn't remember like n- the entire show. I think or that's crazy, like that. or like some seasons or something. But yeah. But yeah, R.I.P. Genuinely to, so sad. R.I.P. to Matthew. Matthew Perry. Flying with the angels. Yeah, I literally. Oh my god, I love Friends so much. I'm so sad. I can't. I watched an episode last night solely because. Really? Yeah, I was like, I have to mourn. Oh, it was so sad. But on yeah. that. No, let's get into current reads please speaking okay. of death okay. should we start with mine <laughs> sure go ahead i actually don't know yours it's I not don't written know. down i like stop writing i don't know what's wrong with me i just i like to be a mystery um sure mostly to andy but the book that i started reading i think like two days ago i didn't read anything last night but it was called the kind worth killing by peter swanton oh i don't know is it a thriller book Yes. Okay. Yes. Kind Worth Killing by Peter Swanson. So there's this guy. I believe his name is Ted. And he is on an international flight from London to Boston. He's from Boston. Yeah. He's flying. Um, and he meets this woman at the bar. Her name is Lily. And they kind of hit it off. They end up having drinks and, like, playing this game. Instead of truth or dare, they just play truth. And progressively, it kind of starts getting darker until this man quite literally tells Lily, I want to kill my wife. Uh and Lily goes, I'll help. Just because? is it, wh- What's going on? So I'm going to find out soon, I guess. Oh, okay, because you haven't finished that's the entire. <laughs> no, that's the entire synopsis Honestly, of the Honestly, that would have me hooked, because I, I, I want to know why. I, I'm going to find out. All right. I'll let you know. Keep me updated. I'll let you know. I don't really have current reads. I literally, I haven't even been able to really 
like catch up on podcast books this week just because i've had so much homework mm. so i think i'm still midterms yeah midterms dude they really like Taking caught up to butt. me yeah so i'm think i'm still at the maybe i have six more books to read for the podcast but yeah. i did manage to sneak in like some scenes from one of my all-time favorite books ever it's called baby moon or bust by ava hunter mm. and i talked about it i think in our returning episode we like talked about it in a few episodes i think really you bring it up a little like if you well times. i i know i for sure talked about it in the one of us is famous yeah. because like that was like my top read for the summer and it's yeah. really just my top read ever really um, i love this book so much i keep going back to scenes it's a good book i read it if you want to if you want to hear this synopsis i would say head on over to one of us is famous episode yeah but yeah that's Season what i've been currently one. reading i don't really have much time for anything else yeah <laughs> should we move on to the main event for the episode please all right so you couldn't tell from the beginning music yeah what's our episode today about shivali it's friends to lovers friends to lovers dude yeah. i love this trope so much i love this trope more than enemies to lovers. i was literally about to say unpopular opinion i feel like i don't know i, I feel like everyone it. has this opinion i feel like everyone loves enemies to lovers I think Friends to Lovers is better. But I think Friends Kid to Lovers is a slippery slope because it can be done really badly. Yeah. What's an example? Should we talk about the first one? <laughs> <laughs> nice transition. Nice yeah. transition. Okay, so getting into the first book. Again, you know the drill, y'all. First book, probably both of our least favorites. Hence the setup. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're trying to reel you in all the way to the end of the episode. But... The first book that we have is called Road Trip to Forever by Chelsea Curto. Sure. If I'm saying that wrong, please forgive me. So it follows Lola and Patrick, who have been friends ever since Lola moved into Patrick's neighborhood at about 10 years old. And then 20-something years later, you know, they're both living in Boston. And they're both, like, adulting, you know? Yeah. Patrick is predictable, and he likes having roots. I mean, this man is, he's a principal of, like, an elementary school. Yeah. I think he was, like, really young when he got his, like, grad school degree or something. He's, like, mega smart. I forgot mm -hmm. the detail exactly. But, you know, he's very predictable. He loves working with children. Like, he's just, like, a stand-up guy, you know? Mm -hmm. But a bit of a square. And Lola is more free spirit, and she didn't even finish college, which kind of contradicts or juxtaposes Patrick. And now she's kind of like a fashion influencer who dreams of being a designer. So one day, Lola, she's coming home from a trip, and Patrick apparently like knows everything about her, and he knows that she has this design school application that she's been putting off. So he goes to pick her up at the airport, and then he's like, hey, have you done it? Have you done it? And she's like, no, like, you're stressing me out, like, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, listen, I'll stay with you to finish this application. I just want you to do it because I think you have potential. So he finally convinces Lola to apply to a fashion school in Florida. She, I don't think it's a school. It's like a contest. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's like some sort of application, right? Yeah, like, it's, like a, it's, like a con it's like an application to be accepted for, like, this contest. Okay. Yeah, it, it's not a school, though, just because she's not, like, oh, moving there to, like, work. Okay, okay, to okay, okay. So Patrick convinces Lola to apply for this, like, fashion thing in Florida, and she really doesn't think that she's going to get it, but lo and behold, she actually does, mm -hmm. and she has the bright idea to be like, hey, will you come with me since you, like, kind of convinced me to do it, and we'll just do a road trip there, mm -hmm. and, you know, we'll see what happens. Something uh, tells me they will. <laughs> something tells me they will. I wasn't the biggest fan of this book. Yeah. The, my biggest critique about this book is that it's so long. 
and it's so my un- first thought is this book is 200 pages too long it it's was 400 pages. i think it really could have benefited from like another pair of eyes and being like hey I think yeah. you need to cut this down. I don't know if this book is independently published. I'm like 99% sure it is. I think it definitely, there were some scenes that just felt like it was dragging on. I didn't care enough about the characters to justify the extra scenes. Yeah. Because it took, the book is called Road Trip to Forever. It took 100 pages just for the road trip to start. Oh my god, yeah. It's I was literally like 30, nothing, 40% in and the road trip hadn't started. Yeah. In those scenes like other than her or like Patrick taking care of her just in general cuz I think she has like very intense ADHD or something yeah. like that. So he just like texts her to remind her to eat and like to help her with the application and it's just boring. Yeah. I just wanted more. I also don't like when the friends to lovers kind of imply that they don't have any other friends other than each other. Mm-hmm. And while they did hang out with like a friend group, it just felt like they no they didn't care about anybody else in the friend group other than each other. Which no, I yeah, don't for like. sure. I think my favorite part of this book was the prologue, and it was like when they first met, and oh, it was yeah. like the scenes of them as a kid, and she moves into yeah, the neighborhood. Yeah, that was cute. I really, I, I read that scene, and I was like, oh wow, like I'm actually like interested to like learn where this is going. And then as yeah. adults, I just didn't care about them. Like I cared more about them as kids, which yeah. I don't know if that's telling or not. Also, there was no real conflict in the book. There yeah. wasn't anything like keeping them apart or anything. No, like, and it was like. They got together. They went on the road trip together to understand their feelings for one another. Like, right at the start of the book, you can tell this guy has been in love with her since the moment that they met. And she's like, I like him, too. I think she realizes after him. Like, she was like... Yeah, yeah. It definitely takes her a minute. Yeah. But she still likes him. So it's very insta... I'm already in love with you. Let's see where this goes. And then on the road trip, they're like, okay, let's understand our feelings for each other. The road trip lasts... Like, maybe 100 pages. Yeah. The book is 400 pages long. A road trip to forever. That's literally <laughs> not even, like, a quarter of the I book. I know. And also, the way that they said I love you irked me so much that I made it a point to write about it in my review. I said that the way that they admitted that they liked each other was too clinical. Lola says something along the lines, like, I also feel a romantic connection towards <laughs> you. I, I was like, like blocked that out. I was like, did a robot write this because yeah. i'm like who says i also feel romantic connection towards you like that's, that's crazy so funny remember that day we have class together yeah. and we sit right next to each other so we can see each other's computer screens yeah. and remember that day when i was just clicking and you were yeah, like there's, I was no, like, there's way no way you're reading re- this book that quickly the reason why i was clicking that fast is because after i read that line i was like no i'm done yeah. let me let me get through this because yeah. i just don't No, that's valid this sounds mean but they're not the kind of couple you write a book about. Yeah. There's nothing about them that's, like, exciting. Yeah, and I think we talked about entertaining. this last episode with Tessa Bailey, and it's obviously opposites attract because, you know, they're very different personalities. Mm-hmm. This is another example of an opposites attract not doing yeah well, you know? Like, I think they'd stay together because of their friendship, but I just don't, like, I don't know. I didn't care. I didn't care about them either. This book has solid reviews. I don't know how. I, I see that, too, because one of, one of my favorite book influencers, she was like, I love this book. Like, Yeah, um, people love this book. It has, like, four stars or something. Yeah, it has great reviews, and that's why I was excited about it, but I don't know. I just didn't. Yeah, I was shocked. 
that I didn't like it as much as I didn't like it. Yeah, and also I know that you were saying that you think that they could last past the book. Yeah. And I wrote in my review, I was like, I just felt like I was reading about two friends. Like I didn't, they didn't give me the lover. Yeah, no, they didn't. But I feel like that's part of why I think they'll last because they're friends. Yeah. And they like don't expect anything. I think if they did break up, yeah, you're right. They would stay friends. But yeah, there's no like passion between them. Like even their spicy scenes, I was like, oh God. I feel like I skipped through them. I skipped through them because I was like, I can't. Like this feels wrong. Like, yeah. I don't think you guys like, should be you together. Guys are like, in my head, like, they were siblings because that's how they described each other. Yeah. So, I don't know. Not my fave out of the bunch. It's definitely other people's, though. So, like, we're kind yeah. of in the minority opinion. I also don't know if she has, like, any other books. So she maybe... has a holiday book. I don't know if it's out yet, but I did almost pitch it. Actually, she has, like, a bunch of other books. So, you know what? If this one might just not be it. If you like opposites attract, friends to lovers, you know, there's a road trip aspect to it. If you yeah. if those sound like tropes that tickle your fancy, I say <laughs> sure, go for it. I just don't yeah. think I enjoyed it. Yeah, it definitely wasn't my cup of tea, but it is absolutely somebody else's. Exactly. That was Road Trip to Forever by Chelsea Curto. Sure. I don't know. Sorry, Chelsea. Anyways, moving swiftly <laughs> along. swiftly along. We have The Roommate Risk by Talia Hibbert. Mm-hmm. This book is about Rahul and Jasmine. They meet in college, and she's sitting in the study spot in the library that is, like, his spot, basically. Yeah. He has claimed it as his. So when he sees her sitting there, he's like, what the heck? Honestly, that's so real. Because if I that walk is... into class and someone's, like, sitting in my chair, I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. No, th- I hate it. Yeah. I like that you told me there was, like, the psychology behind it is, like, you feel safe in that yeah, chair. Yeah, no, it's so interesting. But it's true. Like, even if you don't have assigned seats in class, you will always sit in that seat that you yeah. chose, like, on the first day because your brain has decided that no danger can come to you. Yeah. So you feel safe there. That's and I so think, cute. I think that's such a cute thing of humans to do. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like no death is going to come towards me, so I'm going to sit in my spot. Yeah, no, that is so cute. I do love that. So I get why Rahul was annoyed. Yeah, but he also kind of instantly falls in love with her yeah but this is an instant love done right and this I'll get is into that later. i don't even know yeah i guess it kind of is so the two of them he ends up going over there eventually um and sitting at his table and the two of them start talking and they play these betting games together in the beginning which mm-hmm. is kind of fun they bet on like a raindrop like the fall like you know in the yeah, car yeah. when you like do that i love that and which raindrop will fall first or yeah. something so things between them kind of heat up really quickly and all of a sudden they're hooking up i <laughs> I was like 50 swipes in. Yeah, and I was like, oh my already, God. What are you doing? Happening? The nasty. I was like, guys, yeah. what happened to hello? Yeah. How are you? Literally, <laughs> I was like, okay. But Jasmine does have a rule that she does not sleep with her friends. So she gives Rahul this ultimatum. Either they can hook up mm-hmm. all the, you know, consistently, I guess. Because it was good. Yeah. You know? you know, they had fun. Or Rahul could be her friend. And he decides to spend the next seven years being her best friend while she goes off and sows her wild oats, as Andy says. (laughs) (laughs) Am I wrong? Am I wrong? No, you're not. She goes off. She hooks up with whoever she wants. You know, she just lives her her best life. Yeah, boy, girl, anyone. She does whatever she wants. And, you know... Flash forward seven years later, obviously. One day, there's this plumbing incident in jasmine's apartment they're you know post-grad yeah doing their thing she lives in an apartment in london and i think 
Yeah, I'm pretty Is sure they're London? British. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I know they're British, but I keep forgetting if they live in London or they always just talk about living in London. I don't know, but um, I'm pretty sure all British people live in London. I so think you're so good. too. <laughs> um, so there's a plumbing incident in the apartment above her, and it causes Jasmine's room to flood. Now, instead of leaving her temporarily homeless, Rahul gives her the empty bedroom in his apartment. Yeah, and, you know, sparks start to fly, like you say. <laughs> Listen, I am in love with Rahul. This man is so fine to me. Really? I thought you were going to be like, he's such a square. I love him. Okay, like, I think he has, like, a boring job. I think he's, like, an accountant or something. Yeah, he is. But apparently, like, he goes to the gym every day. And all he does while Jasmine is, like, at his house is go to the gym because he's like, I cannot be in the same room with her yeah because i will like confess my feelings or i'll just yeah. say something this stupid. man is so down bad for her and like that's how we love him absolutely like oh my genuinely God. in love like he chose to be her friend because he wanted to play the long game yeah and i respect that. i respect that too but also i feel like done wrong that can feel very creepy like the fact that he's just like in the wings waiting for her yeah but it didn't feel like that it felt like he was genuinely like yeah he just loved her as a person and he would do anything to like stay in her life mm-hmm. and i love that so much yeah. it was done so well i will say though by the end of the book i can't like it hooked me at the beginning yeah by the end I just kind of didn't care anymore. You know, I get that. I very much was like, when is it going to end? I had issues with Jasmine's character because Rahul was definitely like the rock in that relationship, but she has a problem with intimacy. Yeah. So she never really was able to be vulnerable with him. Yeah. And obviously, oh, I don't even think we mentioned like once they're in the apartment, like they agree to start hooking up again so then oh yeah so that's like a big part of the book is that yeah is their pining comes to a head and they just start yeah decide to be like friends with benefits i think yeah yeah, yeah. exactly so she starts developing feelings towards rahul once they start doing that yeah but because of her intimacy issues she's kind of like pushing him away almost but then pulling mm-hmm. him back when they want to hook up again and i'm like i don't vibe with that as like a character you yeah. know and i know she had like a traumatic past with like her mom abandoning her and it's really only her and her dad yeah so she has an issue with like letting people in because of that but i still don't think that's an excuse to be like an a-hole you no know? yeah i have the th- i said that when the third act breakup happened i kind of didn't care that she was sad i just wanted Rahul to find someone i know who appreciated him the way that he like had he the ability to, to appreciate Ikea. someone else like, like that's so <laughs> cute yeah for anyone who doesn't know like one of her like quirks about her is that her favorite place in the world is ikea mm-hmm. and he hates ikea yeah but he took her he took her to decorate the room that she was staying in at his house that's literally so cute yeah. honestly i would love to go on a date on ikea are you kidding i love ikea i love ikea too do they have ikea in rhode island no the closest <laughs> one is in connecticut so have you been yeah i go in canada (laughs) okay okay. i go like we like literally like that's our family outing like we all meet up and we have like a cinnabon breakfast at ikea (laughs) like meatballs yeah the swedish meatballs dude this is really just an idea (laughs) (laughs) we like to thank ikea for sponsoring this episode (laughs) 
<laughs> no, but I'm serious. Like, I, I love, like, my mom accidentally stole cups and plates from my kid. Yeah, like, I don't, like, the author made that seem romantic to me. And that's just, yeah, like. Yeah, is a very romantic place. I think so, picking too. Picking out a bedspread. Yeah, picking out furniture for the lives you're going to embark on together. <laughs> like, yeah. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize how much I did until yeah. I... You're like, wow. Until I started talking about it. <laughs> but yeah, the, I I am personally am a fan of this book. I definitely recommend to yeah. anyone who asks. The one thing I didn't like, also like going back to Jasmine's character, yeah. was that the hookup that they had, she didn't really ask. Like Obviously, he was compliant mm-hmm. in like what was going on, but she just kind of went for it. What do you mean? In college, when they hooked up. Oh, yeah. Like in the in the before like timeline. Mm-hmm. She didn't really, like, ask him. She just kind of let it oh, happen. because I think she, honestly, like... Like, she, I understand, like, it wasn't, like, he complied, like, completely. Yeah, like, it was consensual, for but sure. But it, it wasn't... There was no implication that it was going to happen. He just, like... I think she was like, you want to hang out? And then she immediately, like, got on him. Just jumped his yeah. bones, you know? I think she's just, like, a very sexually secure woman, you know? So More she, power to her. Yeah. I just was like, okay, we're going there. <laughs> no, literally, like, what happened to hello? How no, are literally, you? I don't even think she said how are you. I think she just went straight into it. Yeah, I no. I was like, okay. I don't want to say I wasn't complaining because that's weird. But, yeah. like, <laughs> I also didn't have a problem with it either. Yeah, I didn't have a problem. I just thought it was, like ask him how he's doing yeah <laughs> you know he's a person too no yeah for sure speak your truth trifoli yeah um I but just yeah hello yeah before we get into things i gave this book a four stars honestly it's... i gave it a th- that's the wrong book i gave it a 3.5 okay respectable yeah yeah like obviously is it the best book i've ever read no no but it definitely by the end i was like just break up and move on i but honestly by the end with the way that she treated him i was like i wish i he was did, over it but he was so in love with her that that was never gonna happen so yeah that was the roommate risk by <laughs> talia hibbert yeah it was okay so moving uh, swiftly along to purse m- <laughs> per my last email by J- Juliana Smith. I suddenly don't trust that name. I don't know. Okay. So this book follows Layla Wright and Luke Wells, and they've been working together at West Oak Publishing for three years. And they sort of have like a Jim and Pam like dynamic mm-hmm. um, from the office where they pull pranks on each other and other members of the office. And they're just best friends. I think like They've been stuck at, like, a dead-end job for years, so the only way that they can get through their day is to, like, you know, pull pranks on each other. I think, like, the first time they meet, he accidentally pulls a prank on her by, like, putting, like, hot sauce in her coffee or something or in Mm. her drink. Yeah. But it wasn't meant for her. But she took it in stride, you know? She thought it was funny. She was like, oh, finally, someone with my, like, sense of humor, you know? Yeah. And then, so, she pulls a prank on him. I forgot what the prank was, but it was, like, she did something on him, too. Anyways, so, that was the first time they meet. Three years go by. They're still best friends. They're still working this dead-end job. And Layla has always had a crush on Luke, but the first day that he was there, he made, like, an offhand comment to someone he was talking to and was like, oh, no, she's not my type. But that was because he got out of a, a really long relationship, so he wasn't looking for anything, so he just said that, like, offhandedly, you know? Mm-hmm. But she really took that to heart, and she was like, oh, so it's never going to happen, so I'm just going to put him in the friend zone. Mm-hmm. But a few months after working together, Luke realizes he really has a big crush on Layla. So they both have this crush on each other, but they haven't done anything, and all of their friends around them are like, guys, come on, you got to figure this out. But anyways, so when a work conference to Ocean City comes up, the two of them decide that now is the time to break out of their comfort zones 
And I think Luke kind of takes it upon himself. He's like, okay, I'm going to get out of the friend zone in this trip. He's very bold. And he's uh, during the trip, he's like, hey, do you want to go on a date with me? And Mm -hmm. she was like, yes, like finally, you know, the book sort of follows that. There's not really much to this book other than it's a very like simple plot line. Yeah. And it's like, you know, work besties go on a work trip. They fall in love. And yeah, that's basically yeah. like the gist of it. I really like this book. The one thing about this book that I didn't like was the like little miscommunication trope that they had. Yeah. He got a bad relationship at the time and like she misunderstood and it was this whole thing and that's why they were friends the whole time. Yeah. But they did like each other. Like they, I don't know. I feel like three years to hold on to like that tiny comment was just. I mean, I Just get it, though. Like, like, if you're in... if Because they had interactions where, like, when they were at the bar and she was drunk and stuff, like, she kind of admitted her feelings or he kind of admitted his feelings that night. They could have just, like, went with it, you know? Yeah. But I did really, in general like this book i thought it was really cute also i like that the names are luke and layla because that's i know i thought it was leia for a second and i'm like oh that's a little weird but i realized it wasn't i think like it's close on purpose yeah Yeah. no but it would be weird if it was on purpose because luke and leia are siblings in star wars which is not the vibe you know (laughs) i i I i've never seen star wars (laughs) (laughs) wow really no oh my god i mean i you know what? You're fine. Yeah, actually, I don't care that much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it makes no difference to me. But anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> I like this book. For what it was, you're going to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Don't expect like some groundbreaking plot or anything. It was a sweet office romance, and they had mutual pining. I really like the jealousy aspect that Luke had going on. Because mm. like I think at the beginning of the story, she's briefly like seeing this like bodybuilder guy or something. And oh, yeah. she, like, makes it a point to say, like, oh, I'm going on this date. Like, yeah. um, and she kind of tells him details about it. But in his head, he's like, oh, I really don't want to hear this because, like, I'm in love with you. Like, why can't you see it? Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, having, like, a whole mental crisis. Mm-hmm. And while she's at the date, he's, like, at a bar with friends and he's thinking about her the whole time. And I really love to see jealousy. Like, I, it's my bread and butter, you know? <laughs> if you're not jealous about me going out with someone else, then what are you doing, you know? <laughs> She's so passionate. She punched the mic. I hit the <laughs> mic, and I just apologized to her with my hand. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just like the trip. I don't remember a lot of details other than the fact that they fall in love. There was a um, girl who was trying to talk to him the whole trip. Was there? I thought. Yeah. Is that not what you meant with the jealousy thing too? I mean, I don't. I honestly don't remember that. Oh, there was another worker who was hanging out with Luke or trying to. Oh. So she was a little jealous the whole time. I thought the conference was fun, though. I liked that they, like, you had the, they road trip there together for, like, a, a few pages and, like, back, and then they hung out. And it was just fun that you had all the other characters and like from the office. It like it is based off Jim and Pan from the office and like Is it? Like yeah, it for is. sure confirmed. Yeah, yeah. Um oh, I mean now that I look at the cover, I do see it. Yeah. Like, it's and so like obvious. the 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 people in the office are kinda of based off it's like pretty much based on the office. So I very much enjoyed that. I definitely had super high expectations going into this book. Really? So, because I was like, I love Jim and Pan from yeah. The Office. I love The Office. Like, it's going to exceed my expectations. And it didn't. Yeah, it was a fine so read. it was great. Like, I gave it f- 3.75 stars. Yeah, I gave it 3.5. So, 
And, like, that's, like, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty solid. Another aspect about her character is that she's a writer, and he's always pushing her to... Oh, yeah, to kind of publish her. To publish her work and stuff. But she kind of uses her job now as a crutch. Um, Same with him, I feel like. Because he wants to open a bar, he right? He wants to open a bar. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing in publishing if he wants to open a bar. I think this is, like, the safe bet. You know? I guess, yeah. And also, he wanted to stay close to her, which is, you know, fair. Kind of like yeah. Jim. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm just making the connection <laughs> now. <laughs> I never realized that. That's so romantic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like I just discovered fire. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really... I like the ending, you know, it was, yeah. it was, I also like the setup for like Luke has, I don't remember how many siblings, like five or something. Mm-hmm. And they all are all getting books. Yeah. Like the next one's already out. I think it's Nathan and um, Luke's sister. I don't know if I would read a sequel of these characters though. That's the thing. It's not these characters. It's an interconnected. No, I know. Alone. But like in the world, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I don't know. I, I liked it. Do I like it enough to keep reading in the universe? I don't know. That's the thing. I might. I'll see. I don't know. But I did really enjoy this book. Also, I love a good map at the beginning of the book that tells me where everyone like lives slash works. Oh, it had a map? It I had didn't a even map. see that. Yeah, and I had a map, and I love maps. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm honestly... Like, tell on, me what to picture, and I will. <laughs> I'm on the other end of that spectrum. I really? always skip the maps. I don't even... Like, what am I going to do? Like, remember the map in my head? That's too much work. I can't do that. Nah, I'm I'm a map girl. I'm, I'm like the Dora song. What's the um, what's the map? I'm song? the map. I'm, I'm the map. map I'm, I'm the map. map. I'm the map. <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah, Grandma, let's get you to bed. <laughs> I don't think a Grandma watches Dora. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah, it was okay. Read. I don't really have much else to say. I had a great time. Yeah. I, I read remember, it like a day, I think. It took me a while to read this book. It took me oh, like a really? week. Yeah. It took me like two days. I, think. I was just like struggling because like, again, there's no real conflict. I would say the whole conflict of the book is them just pining for each other and that miscommunication. But yeah. I'm not a big fan of that. Like, no, I, I don't that. really consider that a conflict, especially if they end up together at the end. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's okay. But I thought it was really good. Not like monumentally good, but it was still really cute and I yeah. really enjoyed it. I had a good time. No, I get it. But... So, yeah. Are we ready to move on? We're ready. That was per my last email by Juliana Smith. Moving swiftly along. To the final book. This book is so good. Anyways, <laughs> this book is Love in Other Words by Christina Lauren. Woo. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I needed the effect. Oh, yeah. So, this book is about Macy Sorensen. Sorensen. Where did you get source? I didn't say Soros. I said Soren. Sorensen. That's what I... Does that know what I said? Uh, you said... I don't know. I just... Just read the synopsis. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> this book is about Maisie Sorensen. And her father decides to buy a summer house on the coast of... I don't know if I can say this. Heldsburg. Yeah. Sure. To get away from their life in Berkeley, California after Macy's mother dies of cancer. So they now have this summer house and she meets and befriends the boy next door, Elliot Petropolis. Mm. The two of them bond over their mutual love of reading and telling each other their new favorite words. And Macy also kind of has to deal with the death of her mom. And Elliot is the one who gets her to really open up and talk about what she's feeling through the years because it's dual timeline in the past we watch as the two of them 
kind of start to develop romantic feelings for one another and even become boyfriend girlfriend by the end of it and then in the flash forwards in like the present timeline we see macy and ellen Macy and Elliot haven't even spoken to each other in 11 years. Macy's now a pediatric doctor and Elliot works for a literary nonprofit. One day they run into each other at this coffee shop and we start to unravel the story of why they haven't spoken to each other in 11 years. Now Macy's engaged to this other guy and Elliot has his girlfriend, but when the two of them reunite, they kind of realize they might still be in love with each other. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I have I have thoughts on this. What point. are your thoughts? You like you're stressing me out with your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me say, like Shafali mentioned, there it's a dual timeline. You know that they broke up for some reason, but you don't know why until like really the end of the book, right? I have problems with the why. So up until I found out the why, I was like, wow, this book is really good. I really like it. I love Elliot and I love how he's so down bad for her. Yeah. When I found out the why. The why is crazy. I had to, I had to leave. I I was like, there's no way I can justify this anymore. The why was, why number one was too brushed over. Why number two, I don't understand how he didn't know. I, I'm. And that's as far as I'll go. Yeah. Also, this book reminds me of It Happened One Summer a lot. Wait, no, not yeah. It Happened One Summer. Every Summer After. Every Summer After. I yeah, feel like that's... it's the same story, almost. But instead yeah. of she's the doctor in the situation, and in Every Summer After, the guy was the doctor. It's like a whole thing. But anyways. No, yeah, we, we talked about that. In but which one came episode. first? This the one. chicken or the egg? This is, this is one? this the chicken? Because then this one. I don't know. But anyways, I did feel like I was reading the same book again yeah but that's uh, that's what that's everyone not christina says. lauren's fault you know it's not they wrote the book first yeah but my biggest issue with the book was the why they broke up especially like knowing elliot's kind of devotion towards macy he, this man as soon as he saw her the same day he broke up with his girlfriend just so he could get macy back mm-hmm. like that's crazy like yeah. i as when i when i was reading that i was like whoa like yeah. that's a man I love this book so much. Mm-hmm. Genuinely, I will say it kind of goes back to the Tessa Bailey of it all. Yeah. Where it was the first Christina Lauren book that I read and I was obsessed. Yeah. Um, I will say every other book I've read from them, I've been like slightly disappointed by. Um, yeah. Just because it just can't live up to this one. I think this one was so good. I thought it was so cute that there was like bookie and they talked about their favorite words. It was so cute. in the last line of the book being like, what's your favorite word? And he said, you i died i had a bit of a problem with macy's character a little bit i i don't know i just didn't like the way that she handled things i think she was stringing her fiance along because multiple points in the book she was like i don't think this is how you're supposed to feel like i don't think you're supposed to feel lukewarm towards your fiance but i do it was very rory gilmore in the revival of exactly like i feel like her fiance's name was sean and he it was like he was actually a single parent which i was like oh yeah yeah i was like there's a child and i can't remember who's it there's is. a child involved and like she's supposed to be building a, f- a family with this man like by marrying him and just yeah. like just general attitude towards him and she was like but she was very open with it to her fiance she was yeah, like hey like was. my ex-boyfriend is back in town and we're reconnecting and i don't know how this makes me feel about you and i don't know what this is very adult yeah it was a very open communication no miscommunication trope here no well well not with them not at with least. them <laughs> but yeah um yeah i just like Personally, I wasn't a biggest fan of how she handled that. And I also feel like Elliot 
was like bending over backwards for good reason to like try to reconnect she she wasn't giving it back but i understand why she yeah wasn't she was kind of caught in a rock in a hard place yeah literally Between a rock in a hard place um so i don't know macy i wasn't the biggest fan of her i also i read this book i think right before the pandemic happened oh. so it's been years yeah and i haven't gone back to it so i yeah. think that's a little bit telling for me like if i don't want to reread you then i like, like you could be a good book but rereadability like that's like a different thing you know yeah like i, I mean i've also never gone back to it but i don't really tend to go back to books i tend to go back to books that i love like i'll, I'll reread scenes like if i'm gonna just, go like, back to a book i'm gonna reread the entire thing type of thing i'll reread you know my I mean? favorite parts is the thing and my favorite part was when they met in the closet like i don't know if we mentioned that yeah but, i was gonna yeah i was gonna talk about like as kids i really thought i just thought it was so cute like their friendship build up yeah year after year because he's like one of i want to say four brothers or something mm-hmm. um, he always has like a loud house and he's like yeah so he's like i love how quiet it is here yeah. and then her his mom was just so sweet to her because she didn't have any daughters and i just thought it was so cute they went over for holidays and i also loved they emailed each other because it's like the past obviously so Mm -hmm. they like emailed each other because this was her summer house so she lived in the city during the school year i loved that they like kept in touch and why did they (laughs) hiccups all of a sudden (laughs) they kept in touch and they talked to each other and i loved that they loved books and i loved that they asked what their favorite word was Mm, that's a cute yeah that's a cute touch genuinely what's your favorite word oh it's O. (laughs) (laughs) you really no i was from the book no i know but i thought you were like influenced or something no honestly like that's so cute though i don't know i don't think about words that often what's your favorite word um guava you totally made that up no i didn't it's a food no no no, not the word i just (laughs) no i've thought about this before what my favorite word is it's guava I just like the way it sounds. Guava. Guava. I guess. You don't think about this? It's like your favorite color. I don't think about that either. You have a favorite color, though. I have a favorite color. Let's be honest. But I don't think about it. Like, I don't actively think. You're a purple person. What do you mean you don't think about it? But I don't think about, like, it's just me, you know? Yeah. So you don't have a favorite word? I'll think about it. All right, and get back to me, I I'll guess. I'll get back to you. Maybe it's like word. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to be philosophical about it. Like, yeah, sure. What, what is a word? I don't know. If not sounds. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I just you're falling into an existential crisis. No, you have. But also, this is so sad note, and it has absolutely nothing to do with any of the books. Yeah. But I it was in a psych class because, you know, I'm psych major. Psych major, yeah. Um, At least one of them is. And... I had this teacher and I was in this big lecture and it was called psychology of the personality. And he literally looked at all of us and goes, men and women cannot be friends. The man will always like sexualize the woman. Uh, is and that I've, like based in science? Cause I've heard that before. I, just I don't, don't know, know if-, if he was just saying this mm. or it was something like they always will expect something from each yeah. other. Or they'll always want more from each other or something like that. But in like the the idea of that in general and just this whole episode made me think about that class and I was like, Oh. I mean, I see that. It's a weird for way to sure. think, but also like I get it. I've heard it like people say that expression like men and women can't be friends because the men will always want like 
to have sex with the other woman. I don't even think it goes that far as much as just like, like attraction. Yeah, always yeah. like have like something. I get that, but at the same time, I feel like I don't know. That's unfair. I don't to, like, think it's. Ar- I don't know if he's like actually like. I don't think there's a science behind it. I think yeah. he was just like saying this in general. Because it's probably, like, it was some old man had yeah. this theory, but I just remember we talked about it. Remember, uh, I don't know, have you seen Little Women? Yeah. Okay, so we gotta have it out, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> I have loved, loved you ever since, since I've known you. you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I see that. I, think I just can't help it. In all of these books, I think, the guy has been in, secretly in love with the girl. So I see that for no, sure. No, yeah, that's why it made me think about it, because literally every single book well it's a friends to lovers episode yeah is every single boy and girl friendship the the and one even, of them is obsessed with each other yeah and even like our all-time favorite book ever like it's the addicted series uh their Lo friends to lovers, has been in yeah. love with lily forever yeah i haven't never noticed that trend actually maybe that's why i like it so much because i do love it when the guy falls like first yeah you know i don't know maybe there is science to it <laughs> maybe i i Maybe. But any know. any other last thoughts on love in other words? Five stars. Really? I would give it if I had to reread it, I would give it like three point five four. I mean, I haven't reread it. Three point five four. That's so specific. I just I had a really big issue with like Macy's character, I'm telling you. Really? Yeah. I don't think I read that much into it. I was like I just liked the two of them. I didn't care about the other aspects of, like, <laughs> she told him she was honest. We moved on, you know? I mean, four is a high rating. Like, come on now. You said 3.54. Yeah, 3.5 or 4. Like, either. That's a range. Oh. Oh, <laughs> you thought I meant like 3.54. I was, that's why oh. I was like, that's so specific. <laughs> No, it's a range. <laughs> I thought you were giving me like it's three point five four. No wonder why you. Like, okay. well, no wonder why you jumped on my neck. I'm like, I think four is a fair yeah, rating. Yeah, no, that yeah, no, totally four is a fair rating. I just um, that's why I was like, why are you being so specific about this? I don't even think Goodreads gives you the option to do that. No, it was it was higher than a three point five three. I'll tell you that much, but no more. Yeah. No more. <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> i did i did give this five stars um i don't know if i would like having because it was one of the first like roman real romance books that i read mm-hmm. um knowing what i know now i don't know if i would give five stars but also i don't yeah i will know. say though i you I, you mentioned this before that you think that this was one of the only great books by christina lauren i love christina lauren books like, I've read some other, like, mangers, so I don't know. I probably just haven't read them, but, like, Roomies and Love. Roomies was bad, yeah. The On Honeymooners, like, it was okay. I'm thinking of, like, their series, um, Josh yeah. and Hazel's Guide to Fake No, Gay. like, I haven't oh, read a lot so of good. their books, but the ones yeah. I have read, I've been underwhelmed by. I feel like you just chose the, like, Yeah, that's why I ones. haven't, like, written them off completely. Yeah. I, I do trust this author, so I definitely recommend this book. Yeah, I definitely would, yeah. wouldn't, like, it wouldn't stop me from reading a book if I saw that it was read by the two of them. Yeah. But, yeah. That was Love in Other Words by Christina Lauren. Woo! Wow. Another episode in the book, Shafali. What's coming up on the horizon for you? What's coming up on the horizon? Oh, my God. I don't even know. 
give me a sec. You know what I also just want to tell you, and I think it's funny for the podcast? What? So I was talking to my sister yesterday, and she goes, I've been really listening to your podcast recently. It's really good. The only thing I don't like is when you start talking about books. And I was like, what? <laughs> She's like, the beginnings are so good, but then you start what? talking about books. <laughs> I feel like that's our is what I said. I was like, so what do you listen to? She's like, the beginnings. Like, I like when you and Andy talk to each other. I mean, that's why we keep them in, to be honest. Yeah. Like, we gotta break the ice somehow. Yeah, we like, gotta discuss She really came for us. No. She was also like, I want you to mention me. Like, she's like, I want a shout out, but I want like a sly shout out. So, okay. like, so Usually we do our shout outs in the beginning. As a joke, I was like, I would have mentioned you in the Tessa Bailey episode because there's a girl whose job is to be a clown and i think you're a clown yeah <laughs> um okay anyways while you were looking up your books i thought i'd share that yeah no <laughs> worries that my sister uh so the author know. i mentioned in my current reads ava hunter she recently just came out with a book oh yeah it's called tame the heart and it's like age gap like yeah. cowboy i've Ugh, seen sounds so good yeah i really want to oh, read it we should do a cowboy episode we should but add it to the list i will i will <laughs> um okay so that was tame the heart by ava hunter that's probably my expected reads yeah i love christmas books <laughs> so i want to <laughs> read some well ha- halloween i was gonna say halloween is over Halloween's, but it's not even over halloween hasn't even happened yet I but know. i feel like because it's on a tuesday like i understand people are gonna go and party on a tuesday it's I'm not, not. I would I'm be not, home. I'm not built for that. Yeah. I'm built for like one, maybe two nights. But Halloween, I don't like Halloween and I don't like parties. So yeah. Halloween's kind of the perfect storm of just things I don't enjoy. So Halloween's over to me. I'm moving <laughs> over to Christmas. And there's so many Christmas books that are coming out that I want to read. Mm. There's a murder mystery Christmas novella by oh the author Frieda McFadden. Ooh. And I love Frieda McFadden. So I will be reading that. I don't know the name off the top of my head but um yeah that is my uh alrighty tbr love that for us anyways should we boogie i'd love to are you gonna end it or what <laughs> i'm i'm waiting for you to fade I, we don't we don't fade it well Bye. Pleasure. Yeah, always. (laughs) I'm going to keep that in. (laughs) Yeah.